0: The name of this teaching this morning for us is Holy Sorrow Versus the Emotion of Sadness. And what I see, my beautiful sisters and and spiritual daughters, is that through the second nail of crucifixion of our emotions... The Lord is really taking us to a perfection in union with him through the emotion of sorrow. So I'd like to begin again by two sentences from the writings of Blessed Conchita on La Soledad, the solitude. And I feel every time I'm in prayer, especially since we've entered the second nail of crucifixion, of the purification of our emotions, this one sentence has been the focus of my my meditation. The Lord said on February 3rd, 1907, to our beloved Conchita, The mystery, he was speaking of the presentation, which is being celebrated today, concretizes your mission, and this is the mission of Conchita, and it is our mission, the constant offering in your heart of the victim that it be immolated on behalf of the world. Now, here comes the key sentence for us, my sisters. The sorrow that comes about is a holy sorrow, sublime, chosen, and most pure, since the creature does not undergo it seeking itself. But suffers solely on account of my suffering. Here you have the perfection of sorrow and love. The Lord in the second nail of purification of our emotion, especially sorrow, is bringing us to the perfect union of love. Through the perfect union of sorrow. Now it's important that we understand the meaning of the word sublime. Sublime means elevated to a high degree of moral or spiritual purity. Or excellence. So the Lord is saying, He's transforming our sorrows into a high degree of spiritual excellence. This is the sorrow of our most holy mother and the sorrow of Christ. The Lord tells us this sorrow is chosen. That is why we are not forced by God. To say yes. To be victim souls. We with Mary. Give our fiat. That's why in this community. The discernment process is so long. Because. We need to be ready to give fully chosen, voluntary, our yes to be God's victim souls. And in the second nail, it says the sorrow is most pure. This, in this level of the spiritual ascent is where the Lord is purifying the emotion of sadness. So this is going to be the focus of today's teaching. On May 31st, 2011, the Lord spoke of us, the mothers of the cross. Since the beginning, you're going to see this was 11 years ago. The Lord, look at how he's speaking Of the union of sorrows 11 years ago it's been a long and beautiful and slow growth for all of us so those of you that are new you have to be very patient (laughs) i always say that the last shall be first (laughs) so what i see is so beautiful is that the newest members get to get there faster than we had to. (laughs) For us, I think it's been a lot slower process. But God in his infinite mercy allows those that come later to catch up much much faster. (laughs) So we thank God for, for that beautiful grace. So the Lord said to us, The mothers of the cross are the joy in heaven. Look at how God moved Father Ron today to tell us right at the beginning of mass. Now, Father Ron had no idea what this teaching was going to be. But the first thing this priest said to the mothers today, and it's important that we share this with you, is he said, all of you close your eyes and receive the truth that you are the delight of God. And we have to believe that. We are the delight of God. We are the apple of his eye. The Lord goes on to say, They are the purest servants of the Father. It is through the hidden life of the mothers of the cross that my army of holy priests will be raised up. These spiritual mothers will live the tears and sorrows of their hearts, united as one with my mother of sorrows. It is my mother's sorrows that continue to shower grace upon the world. And as my mothers of the cross unite as one with my mother, the shower will become a living torrent of grace. Do we believe that our sorrows, the sorrows of the feminine heart, lived in Mary, have this power. You see, if we truly believe this, our sorrows become our joy. That faith, that belief, doesn't take away the sorrow, but they're lived in joy. That is how Mary and Jesus lived their sorrows. Therefore, each mother of the cross must be perfected in living her hidden, ordinary life with all its trials, sorrows, exhaustion, with pure love. And in this way, she will find her joy, the joy of knowing that she is participating In the hidden sorrows of my mother for the salvation of many souls. The entire path to union with God, my sisters, is the grace of God perfecting us in this way. Jesus goes on to explain to us. Allow my mother to form each of you, my daughters. It is Rosa Mystica that wants to form your gentle hearts. Mary reveals the sorrows of her pierced heart that continue to remain hidden and the roses of prayer, sacrifice, and penance You must imitate Mary in this way. Your lives will become the sweet fragrance of prayer. And your sacrifices and penances will be lived in the most ordinary of your duties as women. Your lives as my victims of love will go unnoticed by the world. But seen by the eyes of the father. He will use your hidden lives of love. To humble the proud. Know that you are my consolation. When our lady and our Lord tell us to enter silence and prayer. These words from heaven forming us, teaching us, have to be our means of silence. Look at the paragraph I just read to you. It's loaded. (laughs) And that's every message. That's why it's so important to enter the silence of contemplation, to read this slowly, to take one sentence. And see that sentence in my own life. To talk to Jesus about these sentences he's speaking to us about. This is the silence of prayer of going deep that the Lord asks of us. So the question becomes, what is the difference between holy sorrow And the human emotion of sorrow. Jesus, the God man, is the man of sorrows. He was despised and shunned by others. A man of sorrows who was no stranger to suffering. The prophet Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 3. As the God-man, he not only gives himself totally by shedding every drop of his blood for us, but he also receives all our wounds, brokenness, and sins. His life of total giving and receiving from the Incarnation Becomes his continuous interior state of sorrow for our redemption. That's important. The sorrows of Jesus Christ and Mary. Are a continuous interior state. Mary. From the moment of the incarnation. Participates in Jesus's sorrows for humanity. Therefore, she is the mother of sorrows. This participation in the sorrows of Jesus is a profound interior state of union and intimacy with Christ. There is a difference between holy sorrow and human sadness. Sorrow lived with Christ and in Christ for the good of others is a state of union with God. Sadness is focused on self, whereas holy sorrow is focused on Christ. Sadness is an emotion that comes and goes. Holy sorrow is a permanent state of perfect union with Christ rooted in selfless love in which the soul chooses to remain solely for love. That's the key, my sisters. Holy sorrow is a permanent state of perfect union with Christ. Rooted in selfless love. Sadness and happiness. Are opposite emotions. Sorrow and joy are lived together as one in the heart of Christ. That's a huge difference. When we are living the emotion of sadness, we are not happy. But when we're living holy sorrow in Christ, we live joy. And the Lord explains this in the simple path, which I'm not going to read it to you, but I'm going to give it to you to go back and ponder. Is number 119 in the simple path and 121. In those two messages from the Lord, Given many years ago, he explains the beauty of living in the sorrows with Christ and in joy. In the second nail of crucifixion, Jesus teaches us to be attentive to our sadness. Not react and process it in his heart to live the emotion for his purpose. This is what he said to us in January 20th, 2022. They, meaning the emotions, are integrated into me so that through your denial of self, that is reacting from them, they are lived solely to please me. Your emotions serve Only to suffer with me. And console me. On December 28th. 2021. He taught us this way. You choose for love of me. To allow the spirit. To align your feelings. And emotions. To please me. In all things. And to aid in the salvation of countless souls. In January 20th of 2022. He also said this. The purification of the human heart. Can only be accomplished. Through divine grace obtained. Through my death and resurrection. It is a process that only God can do in us. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. But now the Lord explains to us what we can do. He says. It requires a soul to allow my grace to unveil her. Many patterns of sin clothed in false piety and goodness. We must allow the Lord to continuously unveil us of our falsehood so that we can grow in pure love they go hand in hand the Lord goes on to explain the stripping away of all darkness which is anything that is not pure love Is a long and difficult process for the human soul. It requires a continuous fiat from the soul. Let it be done unto me according to your will. That is our Blessed Mother. She lives every moment of her life in a continuous fiat. Let it be done unto me. And this is what we have to do. So I'm going to give you now an example from my own life of how the emotion of sadness is transformed into holy sorrow by the beautiful work, power, and love of the Holy Spirit. These past two days, I wrote in my journal with my friend, were filled with much sorrow. At first... I did not understand my sadness because my friend was doing much better psychologically. I integrated my sorrow into the Lord to process it in him. I asked before the blessed sacrament, why am I feeling an overwhelming sadness? Then through today's gospel from Luke, I receive the grace of understanding. Luke 14, verse, I'm going to start on verse 13 says, Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Then indeed, Will you be blessed because they have no way to repay you. But you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The intimacy of living the simple path with my friend no longer exists. My friend has chosen for now a different path. Not the path of becoming a victim with the victim. No longer having the intimacy of walking the path together was my sadness. I felt great disappointment. Yet the Lord taught me through Luke 14. That my friend is the maimed and the lame. She cannot repay me with consolation or gratitude. As God's victim soul. I am called to receive her into the banquet of Christ's heart and to participate in his sorrows solely for love of her and Jesus. During Holy Communion, I brought Jesus my sorrow contaminated with self-love to be cleansed by his precious blood. I will be repaid in heaven, but on earth, I must be willing to suffer solely for love, forgetting myself and not expecting to be noticed, acclaimed, appreciated, or consoled. The Lord taught us in 2011. To come to know the love of your beloved is to come to experience my sorrow. This is why my mother is the queen of sorrows, for it is she who lived most perfectly consumed in my heart. My little one, this union of sorrows must move your heart to love all by suffering with silence, peace, and abandonment for all your brothers and sisters, my sons and daughters. Exteriorly smile and tend to the duties of your vocation with detail and love, but interiorly through the arms of silence, live embracing your sorrows. I was feeling sadness and not holy sorrow. I felt sad because my friend was no longer consoling me and great disappointment. My emotion of sadness was rooted in myself. As I processed my sadness with Christ. Confronted myself love hidden in my sadness and brought this misery to the Lord in Holy Communion, asking for his blood transfusion, the Holy Spirit transformed it into holy sorrow. I gave Jesus my contaminated sadness, and he has given me the gift Of his pure sorrow for my friend. I made a conscious decision. I chose. How Jesus taught Conchita. To accept my friend in her brokenness. Knowing that I would not be repaid. Solely for the love of her in Christ. Now. The emotion of sadness is gone. But the state of sorrow remains. Yet this interior state of sorrow is peaceful. And filled with the joy of God. The Lord taught us. On November 5th, 2022. About this purification. He said. My sorrows lived. In my human heart, reveal the love of God. My sorrows and my love are one. This is one of the most beautiful treasures of the simple path to union with God. That the path to union with God is actually the union of suffering, the union of sorrows. He said, As I purify your emotions in me, I am drawing you into the depth of my sacred heart to live as one in my sorrows. The union of sorrows is the perfect union of love with God on earth. The sorrows you live are my sorrows for souls. This union of love is where I'm bringing each of you. For it is the perfect union of love and therefore the perfect prayer to aid in the redemption of countless souls. Remain in my sorrows as one with Mary, my mother of sorrows. To obtain many graces for souls during these decisive times. Enter the silence of this most perfect union which is the fruit of living the second nail of crucifixion with me.
1: Madre del silencio Madre de esperanza Madre de la paz Y de la felicidad Madre De la unidad Lucen las tinieblas Que intentan ahogarnos El terror y el miedo Se quieren apoderar De la humanidad dragón furioso y rugiendo está nos quiere devorar guíanos señora nos llegó la hora de entrar en batalla muerte entre el bien El mal y hay que ganar ah, ah. escucha el gemido escucha el lamento de tu pueblo herido errante y hambriento va ah viento de libertad Danos tu silencio, danos tu mirada Tú eres la victoria contra las fuerzas del mal Las conquistas, madre del silencio de la dulce espera, somos tus doncellas, humildes guerreras dispuestas a. Luchar y entregar la vida por tus misioneros, muralla de bronce, valientes guerreros, con ellos reinarás.